Hey, sweet ones. Welcome to a bonus episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a loving God who wants to bring us healing. Today, I'm going to read an excerpt from my 2009 book, He Is Just That Into You, Stories of a Faithful God Who Pursues, Engages, and Has No Fear of Commitment. This is one of my favorite stories. There's only one reason I'm telling this story, and that's because I need to be reminded right now that God is so enamored with us that he is still a healing God. Plus, it's a pretty cool story. When I was a little girl, I started noticing that carrots made my mouth itch. Hang with me, the story gets better. No biggie, I just imagined that I would have to stay away from carrots for the rest of my life. Huge sacrifice on my part. Then I started noticing that cantaloupe made my mouth itch too. Then watermelon and honeydew. Then nothing really new happened on the mouth itching front for years. I was in my 20s when I was in someone's apartment for the first time and within 10 minutes, literally thought I had caught a cold, full-blown. It was insane. I realized right away that I must be having an allergic reaction to their dog. Very odd, seeing as I grew up with two of my own. Head into my 30s with me, and I noticed that more and more frequently, I was finding myself choking in restaurants. Kind of weird, I know. I would cut my meat into these tiny bites and still need to run to a restroom to make myself throw it up. I am one classy, classy lady. It was becoming ridiculous. There wasn't a friend in my circle who hadn't experienced me holding up my index finger as in, wait with your story. I have to run and throw up because food is caught in my teensy little throat, but I've done this before and I'll be fine and I'll be right back, hopefully. But maybe come check on me if I'm not back in five minutes. Yes, I can say all of that with one little finger. And then they'd watch my mad dash to the restroom. I started telling people that my epitaph would read Elizabeth Klein. Mother, writer, died of a freakishly small esophagus. We'd have a good laugh, but geez, there were some pretty close calls there. One evening, I found myself at a pampered chef party. I could write an entire story on the irony of that sentence alone. At least I got the pampered part down. As I was sitting in the back of the room with another gal, she happened to mention that she was allergic to bananas. I asked what happened to her when she ate one, and she said, they used to make my mouth itch. Now my throat starts closing up. What? I was allergic to stuff? I couldn't believe it. How this had never even crossed my mind is a mystery to me and pretty scary. Shortly after, I went to an allergist to get tested to see what foods I should avoid. If you've never done this, oh boy, are you missing out on a good time. Your back gets stuck with about 30 needles as your body responds to each potential allergen. Unless you're highly allergic, which apparently I was, they had to stop halfway through and give me epinephrine because my back was covered with red, itchy spots, and they didn't think my body could handle any more in one sitting. So I had to go back a week later to finish the testing. When done, the doctor and I had a little chat. She looked at my list of allergens and sighed. I said jokingly, maybe it would be easier if you just start with the foods I actually can eat. I grinned, thinking surely she'd never heard that one before. You're probably right, she said. Water, pause. I'm not kidding. She actually said water and then had to pause. Rice, 
oats. I finally just interrupted and said, water, rice, and oats. Um, maybe you can go back to telling me what I can't eat because right now you are completely freaking me out. My allergist went on to list about 35 foods I needed to stay away from, or at least be cautious of. And she pres prescribed an EpiPen and showed me how to use it on myself. That's the thing you're supposed to shove into your own thigh in case of an allergy emergency. Oh, and I was also officially allergic to cats, dogs, dust, pollen, grass, and trees. So the world, basically. I was allergic to creation. Interesting. I should stay away from outside, inside, and food, but I could have water, rice, and oats, so all was not lost. The parties I could throw with water, rice, and oats. Fast forward a year or so, and I found myself at my favorite retreat center. They make yummy meals for you that make you feel very taken care of. Meal time was one of my favorite times on retreat, but one of these times I bellied up to the little buffet and realized, sadly, the only thing I could safely eat that had been prepared for me was a piece of white bread with a side of water. Pathetic. So I'm sitting there eating my bread, trying to make it last, just looking out the window at the beautiful scenery, and for some reason my mind drifts to thinking it reminds me of what Eden might have looked like. And then my thought goes one step further, and I think, this isn't what God intended for me. Food is a gift. He wants me to be able to eat all foods. And I did something that had never, ever occurred to me to do. I'm ashamed to admit. I prayed. Right then and there, after 20 plus years of food allergies, I asked God to heal me. That's all I said. And I'll be honest, I didn't give it a whole lot of thought after that. Now, right before the retreat, I had looked into getting allergy shots. Not that they can cure you of food allergies, but apparently if you're taking these shots, they can lessen your other allergies, which in turn lessens the severity of any food allergy reactions you may have. I was tired of running to restrooms in public, so I was kicking this around. Only problem, it would cost $10,000 and wasn't covered on my husband's insurance. That was a fairly significant problem. Here's an aside, but it's a funny aside. I was meeting with my allergist to discuss the whole shot thing, and he asked me how old I am. I say 32, and he says, I would have guessed 26. Why, thank you, sir, I'm thinking. And then he said, except for your age-inappropriate dark under-eye circles, while you're here, you can go have those looked at. I know a good plastic surgeon in the building. Um, I pretty much just want to talk about getting my allergy shots and not how desperately I'd benefit from getting some work done, but thanks. So I'm sharing this entire story with my dad and he actually gave me a check so I could get the shots. It was an incredibly generous gift. I was beside myself. I decided to head back to the allergist to get retested for my allergies so that if I were really going to do this shot thing and dump that money into it, I'd make sure I was getting the exact concoction for my specific allergy mix. So I'm in the allergist's office maybe a month or two after my retreat, and therefore after my retreat prayer, where I asked for healing, getting all of the same tests done about a year after my original allergy testing. And I'm noticing something. I'm noticing that I'm not feeling any itching as the tests are being done. And I start praying feverishly. Heal me from these, Jesus. Are you healing me? I know you can. This would be a miracle. Heal me, heal me, heal me. 
The doctor comes in to share with me the results. She starts with the list. These are the things I was allergic to that day. Only one year later. Green peas. That was it. Jesus had healed me of my allergies. My mouth hasn't itched in years. I can eat all of my original listed no-nos with abandon. I praise God when I bite into cantaloupe or dip a carrot into ranch dressing. I'm not allergic to the world anymore. And do you know why? Because our loving God is still a healing God. So sweet ones, all that to say, whether you've asked for healing and it's come or you've been begging for healing and it hasn't come just yet, please know that you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of a healing God and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love. Hey there, girls. I wanted to do sort of a an off-the-cuff um, update on this post that where I shared about my freakishly small esophagus miracle healing of my allergies. I want to be super clear that that absolutely all happened. It's a thousand percent accurate. And I completely to my bones believe that I was literally and physically actually healed by the creator of the universe from my allergies. Okay. Full stop. With that said, Um, I had something happen that I wanted to share because it, uh, there are a ton of different kinds of miracles. So, um, yes, everything I just read to you from that expert excerpt is totally true. And, um, it was one of the most amazing things that has ever happened to me. So fast forward a bunch of years and, um, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago, several years back, I real I kind of just started realizing, yeah, food's getting caught in my throat. Um, maybe about once a week it was happening. And um, but not in the way that it had been previously, meaning it wasn't being um like there were no precursors of an itchy mouth. So I knew that like it's not like my allergies had come back. I just thought okay, I really just do have a freakishly small esophagus, you know, ha ha ha. Um, and that's probably how I'll die is choking on food. I don't know why I took it so lightly, but anyway, I just thought that was my lot in life and, um, move on. In fact, this is really sad. My son at a fairly early age, when we'd go out to eat, um, he would point out to me where, uh, the restrooms were in restaurants, um, being my sweet, protective son that he is. So, um, about, uh, a year ago, um, at this point, I don't even know when this one's going to air. Let's just say a year ago, my, um, just dearest, sweetest friend said to me, you know, you might want to look into this. Like you shouldn't probably be choking like once a week. Like that's, there's, there might be something you can do. And her husband happened to have a somewhat similar situation and he had gone to a doctor for it. 
Now, somewhere along the way, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, someone had told me about like an esophagus stretching medical procedure, but they made it sound like they stuck a speculum down your throat and you're like awake and it was absolutely awful and horrible, just horrifying and sounded like the most awful thing. And I thought to myself, I'd rather choke once a week than go through that. Well, you know, um, medical procedures and science and technology changes. So I told her I would do this, that I would go to a doctor. And I did. I went to a doctor and I said, so here's the thing for, I don't know, 35 years, I get food stuck in my throat about once a week and choke. And there's been some close calls. And he's, I said, I know 35 years. It's a long time. Sorry. And he's like, we can probably do something about this. Um, so I went in for what ended up being the first of five, I'm going to call them EGDs. I think that's what they are. There's no way I'm going to attempt to say the ridiculously long name of the actual procedure. But the first one I went in, and this is, I'm sure, so much more than you actually want to know, but there is a point to why I'm telling you this. So the first time I go in and, you know, I wake up um, and I obviously felt nothing because they put you completely under, which I didn't know. And so he said, yeah, the, um, the average esophagus is 18 to 22 millimeters. Um, he says yours is eight. So that's probably why stuff has been getting stuck in your throat. Oh, my lands. So over the course of about six months, I went in a total of five times and had an esophagus stretching procedure and got it from eight millimeters to 15 millimeters. Um, still not in the normal range, but almost twice the size. And I haven't choked once in probably seven or eight months at this point, which is absolutely amazing. So I'm just telling you this because a, the story that I read to you was several years old, and I wanted to give a wonderful, wonderful update. And also to say, like I said, kind of at the beginning, that there are multiple ways that miracles can happen. It was an absolute miracle to me that God literally healed my body from being allergic to almost every food in the world. Um, and to me, it's another kind of absolute miracle that we have technology and doctors and science and all of the wonderful things, let alone friends who say, I don't want you to die from choking. Um, it was a miracle that my throat is now stretched to not so freakishly small. So that's the end of that story. And I just want, I guess I want to just say, if there's something not quite right in your body, go and get it checked out. I'm the type who obviously will live with something not quite right for 35 years and think, well, that's just my lot in life, but there may be something not quite right in your body. And I am the sweet big sister voice telling you, Hey, maybe go get that checked out. Okay. Love you guys. Mm -hmm.